0: Enter the zone, the prophecy zone, your end time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie, and the matrix is normal life, Luke 21, and there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity So be ready to enter the life or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the Prophecy Zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ.
1: Hello, welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, your host for the next 30 minutes we're going to quickly look through the uh, news uh pertaining uh, pertaining to the uh, uh hurricane that just happened um and um people are st- uh, going to be uh, recovering from this thing for quite some time uh and um as far as electricity is concerned um People are going to be probably out of electricity for a couple of weeks. What I want to uh, talk to you all about is um, today um, we live in a time period uh, just before the return of Jesus Christ to the earth to set up his kingdom. Um, There are signs that indicate that Christ is about to return to the earth, but technically they refer to the revelation of Christ and not the rapture. Um, And normally, uh, I like to give this illustration. When you see um, the leaves falling from the tree, um, you know that it's fall. But when you see Christmas um, ornaments or Christmas commercials, you you know that Thanksgiving's near. <laughs> I like to give that illustration uh I love the uh holiday season. I don't get too caught up in um the uh you know Santa claus thing and uh, and the uh bunny rabbit of course that's Easter, but you know what I mean um I don't get caught up in the you know elves and the North Pole. Uh, what I tell my kids is that Jesus Christ was born, um, uh, you know, and it represents uh, Jesus Christ as a, you know, baby and when he came to the earth, even though a lot of us know doggone well that he's, he was probably born in September. And there's a good chance he's probably born on a feast day. And he definitely wasn't born uh, when it was that cold outside. Um, so, uh, do I get caught up in and in, in the schematics of when Jesus was born? No, I, I just say that uh, thank God they are observing someday, um, and and they have forgotten God out of the the Christmas season. Nowadays, you go to to the stores and to the shopping centers, and they're saying Happy Holidays, and now they're getting in trouble for saying Happy Holiday. Uh, and pretty soon these workers ain't gonna know what to say. They ain't gonna know what to say. They used to be able to say "Merry Christmas" and "Happy New Year." Now they can't even say "Merry Christmas." They got to. Ch- they've been trying to get pe- change uh, the sayings uh of the of of the, of the holiday. Uh, also, uh, you know, I, I have brought up in yesterday's show that. Uh, you know, gay marriage uh, was being voted on in in the in the state that I live in, which is Washington. Um, and uh, I was just making an illustration that um, a lot of churches won't even marry the uh, heterosexuals because you have to meet certain guidelines of the church. How long, you know? And they, and they like to give marriage counseling to, especially the church I'm going to now, before the pastor would marry them. And if he has a say-so in a marrying a heterosexual, how much more should he have a say-so in marrying a homosexual marriage or a couple? Now, think about this. If the pastor has the prerogative to say, no, I can't, I want because my wife asked her, you know, the pastor at the time uh, to marry us. And he didn't know nothing about me. And he's like, no, I can't marry you. I can't do it, you know. So what if we came back with a lawsuit, you know, a nice, big, hefty lawsuit? By the time homosexuals get ready to get done putting uh, their two cents in, there would have been thousands of lawsuits and no churches. Of course, that's exactly part of what they want. Uh, I call it wedding crashes or church crashes. They come in and they crash the church. Now, uh, some of you sensitive people are listening to this program. I'll police say I'm bashing homosexuals. I'm not bashing homosexuals. I'm just saying, is everything, to me, is, everything's not a racist lawsuit. For instance, you, you can come up to some organization and say, well, I'm black. There's not enough black people here, so let's, you know, sue the company. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Um, now, there is laws that prohibit that... Um, that, that, not prohibit, but there are laws that say that there has to be a certain amount of African Americans working in companies, um, uh, or else uh, that company can get in trouble. Well, uh, I don't think they did that. Uh, what was the name of the, what What is the name of that law? Uh, uh, I almost had it and I just dropped it. Um, I'll think about it in a minute. But, um, What is the name of that? See, it's going to be on my mind now. (laughs) What is the name of that where you can, where where the company has to have um, a certain amount of African-Americans on staff? Um, What is it called? I just had it again, dropped it again. But anyway... um, I mean, race, race, you're born. I'm born African American. You can't. You, I can prove about a hundred thousand percentage points if I, that I was born African American. Now, of course, there are some people who look, you know, a certain race and who is actually another race. Um, but I, I can guarantee you this: I was born African American. So for anybody to say that they were born a certain way. I mean, I could just dress up in a clown suit and say I was born a clown um, because I had clown fillings. I mean, if if I said that I'm I'm born with with fillings for other males, I, I I'm I'm thinking no, that's that's probably not the case. Um, and I'm not going to go into that. I'm I'm going to go ahead and leave it alone. Uh, cause I might get a lawsuit myself and trust me, I'm not doing ministry for any money. Uh, what's up with the super storm? Was that actually a superstorm? If y'all believe that was a super storm, y'all listening to, to blog talk radio, leave me a comment. If this radio program is on my website, leave me a comment. Do y'all think that was a super storm? I think it was a pretty big storm, but I don't think it was a super storm. When I hear the word superstorm, I'm thinking this gigantic mass—not even a thousand miles, maybe two thousand miles—and the clouds are so thick and there's no, there's no—I mean, it just completely obliterates a whole section of the country. That's a—that's what I call a superstorm. Now, this thing has—it's ha, the potential to be a semi-superstorm in Phil's eyes, but well, that's my eyes. Now, if you're in the problem. It's a superstorm, just like they say. If if you're in a, the the only way you're in a depression is a lot of times it is when you're you lose your job and your neighbors don't lose their job. You're in the, you're in the, you're in the depression. They they are in the recession. <laughs> it, it, it's it's all about the person's perspective. If you're in the storm, it's probably a superstorm. If you're out of the storm, it's probably not a super storm now harps harps is a uh is a government ran program that started <coughs> i think it <coughs> in um Alaska and uh it's it's used to control the weather um one thing about Katrina that that was really Weird is that I was um I was in uh, Colorado Springs and um, uh, I was watching. I used to work out a lot in the in the gym, and I was on the cycle bicycle. And I was and I spent like the two or three days watching Katrina. And when it first developed, Katrina was going towards Mississippi. I mean, actually, it was going passed to Florida. And by the time it got to Florida, probably would have died out. But uh, it looked like it made a left turn into New Orleans. And uh, I noticed that there's a say, uh, you follow the money to find out who runs things. Well, at that time, I was following the political spectrum because every time uh, something happens in politics, uh, or something happens, a national disaster, or something happens in the world. If the government gets involved, then I always ask the question. That's that's very convenient. Um, but FEMA, the the hublot at that time with Katrina was FEMA. Was the uh, governments not being ready? The governments not being able to communicate among different agencies, and then what happened? I'm pretty sure they fixed those problems. It's called problem at reaction solution. Uh, there is a problem, which happens to be, for instance, nine eleven. Then there is a reaction. Which the gov, the news, the media gets on and say, oh, what happened to our country? We're gonna have to go after these people. And then they get the American people stirred up, and then the solution is war. So every time something happens, a major, even a space shuttle uh, Columbia disaster or something like that, there's always governments coming in behind with, with something that's already been prepared. For instance, uh, the Patriot Act was um, prepared. And it took up about a week to write the big old huge book, right? No, exactly not. It probably took them more like years to create the Patriot Act. Um, you have to get the wording right. You have to get. You just ain't gonna uh, have a a a a big old legis- piece of legislation. Ready to be signed and, and and sealed and delivered in in a matter of, of of days. It just doesn't happen that way. So that's what I call problem reaction solution. Uh, there's another name for it. Um, uh, I have to remember what that is. But Harps uh, is uh, the High Frequency Active Aurora Research Program. And what they do is they send electrical waves and and, um, electrical lasers into the clouds by satellite. And um, they direct the course of the hurricane, of course. But I'm not saying it happened this time. But I'm saying, could they be getting us ready for a massive hurricane probably next year or even for the rest of this year? I don't know if any hurricanes are developing recently, but, yeah, that could be the case. Who knows? Who can, I mean, for right now, I, I mean, I, let's just pray for those people who are involved there now. But I just wanted to bring that up because it's also convenient for um, the president of the United States running for office because, uh, one thing I got to say good about President Obama right by now, and there's probably not that many things I say good, is that he did not show up right away on TV. He did address the nation, but it, it, the second day and the third day, he wasn't around, which tells me that he's, oh, well, I guess, sincere about this whole thing. Um, because had he been trying to address the nation again, then I would have been saying, well, this is a great political uh, chance to win the white House again um, well who who knows but um you know the power plants the u s nuclear power plants braced for uh hurricane safety impact uh hit hurricane sandy impact sorry and um, nothing happened. Nothing big happened. Every time something is, comes up, you hear about these uh, nuclear power plants. Um, I don't, uh, you know, the reactors melting down. Um, yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. But nothing will be big as a a, a planned suitcase nuke by the enemy. Um, of course, it, it may appear to be a suitcase nuke, but is it really a suitcase nuke? Um, I believe that the United States will be hit by various uh, nuclear bombs going off in major cities, which will result in a strike on Iran, which will result in World War III. Um, now, could there be some things happening in the near future, in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, I I don't know if anybody actually knows. I don't think anybody actually knows what's gonna happen. Now the President of the United States might know or or the the um uh prime minister of Europe of uh, of um Israel might know. But uh we don't know. Now what I was saying earlier is uh as the signs that we see are signs for Jesus Christ's second return, not the rapture. There is no sign for the rapture. God did not say anything um, that will signal the rapture of the church. But what he did say is that there were things that were signal his second return. Now, um, one of the things that uh, it, uh, comes out at you is that Israel returned to the promised land. Um the second one is that the obvious acceleration of lawlessness, and we've seen that just on the news lately if you've been if you haven't had your head in a, in a hole, in an ostrich hole. Uh increase in apostasy. Oh my goodness gracious. Um now let's get this right. Apostasy does not have to be some hardcore delusion that Lucifer and Jesus are brothers. Or that uh, there's only going to be 144,000 uh, people who make it to heaven. Those those are plain blunt apostasies, Or you know um, we are gods, and and that's been saturated even in in the uh, Pentecostal movement that we are gods. But uh, there are even more simpler, in your face, diabolical but yet smooth and sounds just like the true gospel. Um, when you look at grace, grace uh, is the most wonderful thing that God has ever done to human beings in mercy, has given us a chance to come back to himself. But see, God has a standard, a morality that he wants his people to live. And the Bible says, Jesus says, he's the speaker, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things that I say do? Well, what did he say do? Well, if you read the first John, he says that he who practices righteousness is of God, and he who practices uh, non-righteousness or uh, unrighteousness is of the devil. Is he just joking around when he says that? I mean, does he is he just saying it for no reason? Now, God will never ask you to do something that he don't provide the power to do it. I was reading about David and Goliath and and the Israelite army was scared of this giant. And uh Saul was definitely scared of this giant. But David, who was younger, see everybody thinks David was just hunch old man by then, but he was actually a skinny young kid at that time when he defeated, when God defeated Goliath through to David, and David said that I won't do it with my own self, but I, there is someone greater who would do it for me, which is God. And of course, we know the end of the story <clears throat> that. David slewed Goliath, but the power of God was there. Now, when people say, well, I, you know, they get mad at me and they say that I, I, you know, I I don't have any, um, you know, compassion. I used to be full of addictions and still to a point with battle. We're going to fail. We're going to fall. But that's not what your coach, the football coach tells you the coach tells you let's go out and win now if it's a team that's just a monster team that you know there's no way he still tells you let's go out and let's play a good game let's play let's 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 go out to win even Paul says we are to win. we are to set out to win. We're not to set out to fail. When we tell our congregation that that greater is he that is in the world than he that is in you, then we are defeated already. We must grasp hold of Jesus Christ. We must put on Christ. What did it say in Ephesians chapter six? It says, be strong in the power of the Lord's might. Put on the armor of God. We have to put on Christ. And we have to go forward in victory already. In victory, people say, well, we're saved saved from our sins, past, present, and and future. How about instead of living off that? How about living off being victorious in Christ yesterday, today, and forevermore? Because what Jesus Christ did on the cross for you yesterday, you can stand today, and in the future, you can stand. Let's get off that soapbox of, oh, we're all sinners and we fall. Yes, we are all sinners when we fall. But tell a football team that, and I guarantee you they're going to lose. You are to be victorious in Christ. Greater is he that is in you than in he that is in the world. We are saved. We are overcomers by our faith. And faith in who? Jesus Christ. Because he has defeated Satan. He has defeated death. And he is sitting at the right hand of God. And he is also omnipresent who lives in you. Let's not fall for the... Over the lies of the devil, easy believism. He says in, in Romans chapter six, shall I say that grace may abound? Certainly not. Whoever you're slave to, that's who you obey. You obey Christ because you are slave to Christ. You are you belong to Christ. You no longer belong to the devil. You no longer belong to the world system. God has put us out. That's what the word saint means—to be separate. Come out from all, among them and be separate. Not that you're better than anybody else. Not that you never sin, but that you ask God to change your heart. And always walk with God. Always ask for help. If you feel yourself slipping, ask for help. Ask Jesus for help. Ask him by the power of his spirit to give you help. Now let me finish up the news. We got a couple of minutes left. Uh, <clears throat> let me check my switchboard because sometimes I get lost in the switchboard and stuff like that. And I just so I got six minutes left. That's why I love thirty minutes. You get in and you get out, and, and most of the time it's gonna be news and Bible prophecy. But um, there are still things happening in the Middle East, especially in Syria. And if this thing continues on, we know, you know, it has a possibility going for another five, ten years, who knows, but that the things that are happening outside of Syria uh, really give you a hint that these things will not continue on much longer. And we know that Syria somewhat is the bridge of Bible prophecy. It is the bridge that will pave the way for the Antichrist. It is the bridge that will pave the way of the battle of Ezekiel 38 and 39, the battle of Gog and Magog. It is the bridge, it is the point that uh, Isaiah 17, that Damascus will no longer be a nation or a city. Uh, It is the place where I believe the Bible calls the Assyrian, the Antichrist, will rise up. These are things that are happening right before our very eyes, and it is very, very enjoyable to watch as as God's fingerprints in His hands are in the soon return of Jesus Christ to the earth. Uh, Isaiah seventeen will happen. Now some people say it's Turkey that will do this to us uh, Damascus. Some people say it's Israel. I seem to lean towards Israel. I believe that Israel will be the nation that will um uh, get the rest of the world uh riled up and will will one day uh, have every nation surrounding it. Uh and and i believe that this is coming very soon um so when you see uh, christmas trees you know that thanksgiving is here and uh, um and when you see uh, the rebirth of Israel as a nation, when you see the mark of the beast technology, when you see the European Union or the Mediterranean Union coming together as, as a one, when you, of course, see the United Nations and the League of Nations and, and organizations, when you see uh, economic uh, powerhouses joining together uh, and uh, having to uh, Come together as one um, we need to uh, uh, band together as one to so the world can survive uh, well, that is going to be the case um, so uh, I want to um Point you all to my website at www.prophecyzoneradio.com or www.pzrn.org. That's www.pzrn.org. Check us out as a news website. Uh, and if you listen to this radio show, take a trip over there and uh, like us on Facebook or uh, like us on the website. And, uh, you know, um, we would have really appreciated if you go over there and do that for us. We don't ask for donations, but we do ask that you, you know, go to our website and, and check out, check us out, Let's check out some of the news. We have Bible prophecy updates, uh, news updates, and, uh, you know, uh, so we can keep you informed and that you can stay informed because the time is short, um. Uh, we're going to uh be uh uh going uh doing more things uh we were supposed to be going on uh, one of the uh, brand new uh stations that uh, well, online um stations but that that didn't work out uh, but, uh some people are afraid to hear the truth <laughs> Uh, they don't want to hear the truth. They they want to be able to tell their people that uh, it's it, to to have easy believism is, is the key to making people happy and having them come over to come over to hear uh, what you have to say. Well, if you don't tell somebody the truth, that, that you, you got to be responsible to God, and 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 that's that. So. Uh, We got a couple of seconds left. Um, I'd like to thank y'all for uh, listening to us and uh, check us out Uh, tomorrow. We're going to try to come on every day if we can. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day.